Welcome back to the Rolled Standard. I will be your keeper again this evening as we continue Monsters of the Week. My name is Chris. I'm Jake, and I'll be reprising my role as John Cena. Ooh, baby. And I'm Nate, and as always, I'm James McCready. Very sad to be here <laughs> with everybody else. You salty bastard. What? Why? Oh, because I'm a babysitter. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's James. All right. So, um, last... <sighs> yeah, let me just breathe heavily into the mic for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Piece of shit. I've been working on my timing. You have <laughs> been. You've been nailing it. <laughs> Comedy's all the timing. Oh my god. So last time uh, we left off, we kind of left with a cliffhanger. You guys have determined that uh, while you guys are in Arkham, Massachusetts, investigating the uh, ancient covenant situation in at Miskatonic University, Steve was taken from his room, and a scuffle ensued. Not ensued. A scuffle happened beforehand. You're aware of that. That was the last thing that we left you on. So, what do you do? All right, so I paid the maintenance guy to get the fuck out of there. Yes, you did. Okay. Oh, shit, that's right. <laughs> now I'm going to... We never got, like, an actual look around this room yet, did we? You did. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. He did. Uh, John did, I mean. Didn't I figure something out? I think I figured something out. Yeah, you saw that the, the mattress in the other bed, because it was a twin uh, double room, um, was, like, shifted... Like uh, enough to look like that's that something happened, and you assume um, based on that and the open window that uh, Steve had some kind of uh, scuffle. I keep calling it. Didn't I? Didn't I know <laughs> where he was going though, or I had an idea? You know that he went out the window. That's as far as you knew. You knew that he was taken out the window. Very oh, likely. I forgot why I was so upset that we were there. <laughs> I feel like I was upset. <laughs> Can't remember either. I don't know if you were. I don't know. But either way. All right, John. I think this is the time. Time for what? Take these. I don't want to. You have to. Oh, f- we have to. James, they just make me feel so terrible. Literally, I... All I, right, give him here. Our our friend is a werewolf, and he's gone. John will take the pills and pop them. You're popping the pills? I will. Okay. It's going to be detrimental and to my health. Remember, I will, I will let you know when they kick in. Oh, that's right. Yep, <laughs> oh, that. no. Yeah, remember that. This is even that. worse. Yep, See, yep. nothing happens, James. I told you. Okay. Useless. Um, I got to look around here for the keys to the comet. Oh, comment. can I help? Uh, sure. All right. How do we do that again? Um, well, you could just look around. The, okay, I'm not going to make you roll for that. Those okay. are the things that are, are just like, plus one. Um, okay. Well, due to the fact that John helped, John is helping you. <laughs> um, you do manage to dig around the room, and you kind of first place you look, uh, you open up the um, the drawer on the nightstand, and you see that his keys are in there. Oh, thank God. All right. Um, room key as well is on the nightstand itself, and you see that. He's gone dark, James. Yeah, that's not good. He was our inn at Miskatonic. Well, can we track him? Maybe we well, can... Well, that's what we're going to try and do now. Firstly, okay, I'll grab the dart gun. Uh, oddly enough, we're gonna be you the... have a dart gun in the trunk. Yeah, we're going to be in the car anyway. We'll be fine. We'll pull it out for sure, but... I'm going to go uh, grab that. I'm going to go down to the front desk and pay for another night with our rooms. Okay. You slap your uh, your ID card onto the desk again. Marks you down for those same, those same three rooms. Perfect. Thank you very much. Come on, John. Let's go. Clearly okay. unaware of what happened up there. <laughs> <laughs> maintenance guy. You don't see the maintenance guy, though, on your way down. Neither of you do. Perfect. Uh, yeah, as you turn off to go to the desk, John, you see him go out the front door, obviously to the car. Um, so you get to the car before he does. You still have Regina, obviously. Yes. Um, and, yeah, the car's locked currently. 
Jinx, oh. has, Jinx has the keys. <laughs> so I'm going to start bouncing the trunk a little bit. I try to open it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't open. Okay. Uh, John? Yes? Keys. Open it. Yep. You see James keys? walking up to you. <laughs> Thank you. Do you, you. Okay. I'll open it. Just let me Just let me get it, please. Okay. Okay. Here's the dart gun. Please take it. Nice. Go, go sit in the front seat. You All can, right. You can, you can take the can front seat. Can I drive? Seat. No. Oh. Because you, you well, don't. Who's going to drive? You, I will. You don't put down the dog. Okay. I, Come here, Regina. <laughs> oh, no. She, like, licks your face more. Okay. Oh, um, I'm going to go investigate the outside window, actually. I just wanted to grab the dart gun first. That's a great idea. Um, I need... <clears throat> I need to investigate a mystery roll. I grab the dart gun, and me and Regina and the dart gun, we're going to go check out this here window where he, uh, the, where his room is. Okay. You um, go around to the side of the building. You kind of walk through the yard. You know... You know where side of the building you were. You guys are on. Um, you get to uh, below his, his third story window, and you can see that it's open. And uh, give me that investigate. Roll to investigate a mystery. What is that? Oh damn! What the hell is that? That's a six, man. Oh sh- that's a shit! That's a beautiful roll. Yes, it is. Uh, plus sharp. That's twelve. Uh, you may ask me any question about the mystery, not just the ones listed. Only one. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Are there tracks leading me to where Steven might have gone? Okay, good question. So you look around the, the grass uh, at the area below Steve's window, and you find three things that are of interest to you. You find, one, a shoe you know to be Steve's shoe, and it's stretched open and ripped, and you know what that means. Yep. You also see a massive uh, like claw mark in the dirt. It's like three, or th- three, yep. three toes. And then also... You find a little silver raven pin. Cocksucker. So it's, just, it's, it's just a track. It doesn't lead anywhere? No. It doesn't lead me anywhere? You don't see any actual like footprints in the grass. The grass is pretty well mowed, so it looks like it's no, no So the track. trail is just dead right there? Can be, yeah. It looks like, Well, not really. Okay. All right. I know what I'm going to do. Okay. Look, Regina, this is where Uncle Steve was. I need you. I know we had a really rough time at the sausage factory, but I need you to help me find Uncle Steve. What do you say? Roll to manipulate someone. So <laughs> <laughs> roll plus charm. <laughs> oh shit! Oh my nine. god! I got a nine. I got a nine. She uh, she kind of like you put her down on the ground, and she just kind of looks up at you, like kind of like cocks her head at you. I'm gonna pull. A little Regina snack out of my pocket. Okay. My, so she, my front pocket. It's <laughs> <laughs> so born in a witch. Uh, okay. Okay. So you dig on you dig in your your crotch pocket. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, you dig into your front pocket and you pull out a little it's a little chunk of meat. You, you, you That's a little beef it? jerky. Yeah, a little beef jerky from uh your pocket and you, you give it to her and she she, she eats it, uh quick just snatches it. Um, nice. Licks your hand a bunch. Oh, good, Regina. And then Little she girl. starts sniffing the ground, and she's sniffing at that claw mark. She sniffs at the shoe. Where's Uncle Steve? And she starts run, like she starts kind of like you see her sniffing, and she continues to go down through the grass. James, I, Regina's hot on the trail. Are you there? I'll I'll pull up the car around. Okay, you're you're like kind of across a backyard of this place. It's kind of a nice inner city. I, you know, so it's ju- got a little bit of like a um, uh, yeah. I'm just running and screaming. It, yeah, it doesn't you, matter you how see close him across it is. the. Uh, <laughs> you see him across like cause you're you're parked on the side of the road. Yeah, um, on the edge across from this large yard, and um, you see John running, following Regina. I'll I'll follow trail. him in the car. Okay, <laughs> you uh, 
she she eventually follows you to um the sidewalk on on the um the next street. So in order for you to follow them, you had to have taken a left around the corner. Okay. And um you see that she just comes to the sidewalk and she looks up where a parked car would be. And then James pulls into that spot and she, Regina just looking up at James. Well, I think that's about it for us here. We can't just leave him behind. No, but if he was taken into a car, John, there's no way we can track him now. We need to call Tom. You're absolutely right. What I should do is call him at Miskatonic. We should kill two birds with one stone. We should make it there first. I'm going to pick up Regina and then just sadly get in the back seat. Buckle myself in. (laughs) And then you guys take off to Miskatonic, eh? Yes. Okay, you pull up, you drive up through town. It's a nice town. And you pull up to the campus. It's a large place. The campus is huge. Okay, then. Um, you see that there are random students. It's, you know, it's late morning, 10-ish, you could say. And you uh, you see that there are some students laying in the grass, laying in the grass, but like hanging out in the grass, doing various things, various college scene stuff. You know, you understand. Sure, sure. <laughs> wow, look at these people. Jesus Christ. They look so happy. Yeah. Yeah, they do. And you sound so loud. I'm sorry. We got to find we got to find Peter Stanford. Who? The the man that we were sent here to talk right, to right, right. originally. Regina. Look at all this. They have d- How long has it been? Where do those pills kick in? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no doubt. Um anyway, um I'm just going to walk up so yes. Oh, look Regina, there's frisbees. I'm just going to go up to the closest uh like group of students that are just kind of chilling. Yeah. And some kids uh, sitting under a tree mm-hmm. reading or looking through the books. There's like three, two girls and a guy. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, the guy says. Uh, by chance, can you tell me what direction I could find uh, Peter Stanford's office? Peter Stanford, uh, see one of the, the looks at the other girls, and then the other one of the girls whispers some stuff to him. He's like, "Oh yeah, you're gonna look for the uh, Ramsey Campbell Building." Oh, thank you very much. Just over this way? Yeah, you guess his office is in there. Okay, uh, is there some kind of directory in there? There's a front desk. You could probably ask them. Perfect. Thank you very much. And I'm going to head that way. John, uh, come on. Put, pick the dog up. Let's go. Fine. Okay. Um, you head over to the Ramsey Campbell building and uh, you walk into the front door. There's a relatively large uh, front desk area. and There's a woman in her assumedly mid-40s. Sitting at the front desk. She's like, can I help you, gentlemen? Uh, yes, actually. Um, we're looking for Table a... for three, please. Wrong. We're looking for a Peter Stanford. I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm sure you are. Don't There's you have... A pills are just... Man, they really... I'm going to pull out a snack from my breast pocket and More start beef chewing jerky. on it. More beef jerky. The same beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, um, so you... Oh, Dr. Stanford's office. Yeah, uh, he will be up on the fourth floor, room 403. Oh, amazing. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So when is lunch being being served? Uh, let's see. Well, you can always get food over in the cafeteria. Perfect. Uh, lunch specifically which... is generally around between 11 and 2, I think they serve. Which way is the cafeteria? Uh, you're going to go out the front door. You're going to go through the quad, and you're going to uh, It's going to be your second building. Um, I'm already gone. I know. <laughs> no. okay. uh, it's going to be your second building on the right. Down the main hall, you'll see a sign. Perfect. Right, off, right off the main Perfect. hall. I, I just start walking away. Okay. I need a grilled cheese sandwich. So you guys split at this point. Yep. Okay, so we're going to 
hit you guys separately. We're gonna um so yeah, so John walked to the front door, uh, and meanwhile, James, uh walking up the stairs to the um fourth floor of the building, you find room four oh three. I'm just gonna knock on the door. Okay. You hear a you hear a young uh young woman's voice. Come in. Um and I'll just open up the door. Okay. You see uh, a smaller room. It looks like there's another uh, set of double doors in the back of the room, um, but uh, a couple chairs, a nice or like leather chairs, and a nice leather couch off to your right and off to your left. A small desk with a young woman sitting there. Um, so, is this Mr. Peter Stanford's office? Oh yes, yes. I'm his. I'm his secretary. Uh, I'm gonna, she stands up and offers her hand. No, uh, Helen Thomas. I'm. A, I'm a student secretary. Uh, I haven't seen him in a. I haven't seen him since Friday, which is concerning. Oh no. Um, uh, what did you? What was your business with uh, with uh, Doctor Stanford? We were sent his direction from uh, an associate of ours. Uh, we were trying to do some research that uh, we assumed that he could help us in. Okay. Do you have a do you have a, do you have a name? Does he be on the appointments? What, what was the name? Um, my name is James McCready. I was sent here by uh, my my superior, um, uh, Director Tom Smith. Oh, that explains this note. And she pulls a note from this little box she has with papers, kind of organized, neatly organized. And she hands it to you and has your name on it. It says James McCready. Oh, perfect. Thank you very much. And I'll, I'll, I'll open it up right there. Yeah, and it's, it just, it's folded. It just opens up. It says, uh, call Director Smith. That's all it says. She's well, like, he, he called uh, Tuesday? Yeah, two days ago. Um, he said that if a James McCready comes in for him to call him. And I just took a note. That explains that, I guess. Well, that's perfect, because my next thing was going to be asking to use your phone. Um, yeah, I don't see why not. So, did she, she's like, would you like me to leave the room? or? Um, I think that would be for the best. Thank you very much. Okay, you're uh, just um, going to go get go something to eat. It's a good idea. So, she nods and heads out of the room. And I'll, uh, I'll dial up the director. Okay. Yeah, the phone rings. Uh, a long time. More than usual. Usually he's in the second or third, uh, third ring. He answers. Uh, it rings like seven or eight times, and he finally you hear the ring stops. He picks up. Hello, uh, Tom. Oh, James. Um, uh, I'm glad you called. Yeah, uh, I absolutely needed to. I uh, I sent you a note. Um, once you got to Miskatonic, you could probably ignore that. Wait, you're calling from Miskatonic? Yes. Oh well, wonderful. That note made a lot. Of, that uh, that call made sense. All right. Uh, what do you need? Uh, um, make sure that you guys made it to Miskatonic, all right? Um, two of the three of us did. What do you mean? What happened to John? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's actually Steven. Oh, what happened to Steve? He's gone. He's gone. Gone where? I don't know. Um, John found uh, signs of a scuffle in his room. I mean, I verified it as well, but he also found underneath his third-story window evidence of him leaving the window and a silver raven pendant. A silver raven pendant. Hmm. I'm yeah, little, uh, I don't know what that means off the top of my head, but I'll have, uh, have, have uh, people look into it. Somehow he coerced my brother's dog into uh, following a scent out to the side of the road, um, Seemingly pulled into a vehicle, kidnapped. Mm. Uh, this is my best guess. Somebody knew you were coming. 
It seems to be the case. Um, the other the other thing is that um, the Raven pin isn't something new for me. Uh, oh. Or John. We met a man in the bar at the hotel. When? Last night? Last night. Uh, dressed just like me, uh, weirdly enough. Interesting. Um, but the only difference was the Raven pendant was relatively interested in what we were up to. Um, hmm. uh, seems like you have a tail. Seems to be. Have you seen him at all before this? No. Okay. Where did you say he was from? I feel like it probably doesn't even matter, does it? I don't think so. Yeah, well, no. well I think you know who you're looking for, or at least something. Keep your eyes open. Uh, meanwhile, I anticipated that you might need something. I've been uh, kind of getting, uh, I don't want to say irritated, but uh, he's very persistent. I've had a uh, paper pusher here in the office. Uh, pretty insistent to become a field agent, so I sent him your way. Well, his name is, uh, let's see, uh, hold on, you hear some papers shuffling around. Uh, Hubert Salazar. Wait, what? He, okay. Yeah, he was a Navy boy. Did some clerical stuff. He's a... Uh, wait, wait, wait. Did clerical work in the Navy? Uh, well, he wanted to be trained, so I figured uh, Tom you guys could use some uh, red shirts. If oh. You know what I mean? Not only am I... M so I'm, I'm literally just babysitting now. Wow, this kid's pretty sharp. I don't think you'll be babysitting much. All right. Hey, I, I, I've never had a reason not to trust you before, I guess. That's true. Uh, well, so, have you talked with uh, Professor Stanford? No. Um, alarmingly, he hasn't been in since Friday. Hmm. Uh, do you have his address by chance? Address, I probably uh, no, but you might be able to hunt that information down at the college. Yeah. I mean, we have all the credentials. Fair enough. Yes, you do. Uh, where did you guys manage to stay? Uh, we stayed at Arkham's Grand Hotel. Wow, you really, uh, really like to spend that per diem, don't you? It was a long ride. Yeah, that's, that's, that's well-deserved, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, keep in touch. Actually, why don't you guys give me uh, sit reps every 24 hours or so? Oh, okay. Um, Call me every morning before you guys do what it is that you need to do. Uh, question now is... Is there anywhere we should be expecting uh, this kid? Uh, he should be there. What day is it? Thursday? He could be there any time now. You guys should expect him. Did you send him to Miskatonic? I did send him to Miskatonic. I told him that you guys will be investigating Miskatonic. Um, I didn't know where you were staying, unfortunately, so I couldn't tell him that information. However, uh, kid rides an Indian motorcycle, loud as hell. You won't. You'll hear him. Uh, he insisted I, on taking. I was going to give him a company car too, but he took. He insisted on the motorcycle. All right. Well, I guess you'll be hearing from me tomorrow then. All right, and uh, yeah. Good luck. Stay alive. Find Steve. I'll do what I can. And the phone line goes dead. And then we're going to cut. We're going to cut scenes. So as John leaves the Ramsey Campbell building, he uh, starts making his way across the the quad and. Uh, you're immediately distracted by this ripping loud motorcycle engine come roaring in. <laughs> Just wow, Regina. Look at this ass clown. I'm yeah. just kidding. I don't know him at all. Let's go see, though. So you can walk over to this kid on the motorcycle? Yeah, with my little dog. Okay. So he, he, parks, his, uh, he parks his motorcycle uh, at the college. He gets off and 
takes his goggles off, puts them over his leather helmet. Nice Mustang. Nice dog. Oh, thank you. Her name is Regina. What kind of dog is that? I don't know. Me either. But this is an Indian. I just refer to it like that because it it reminds me of the cowboys. Oh. Just think it's like a it's like a horse that runs on on dead dinosaurs. Interesting. I was wondering, uh, could you help me find someone? I'm looking for a sure. couple guys. I I sure. I would love to help you. I'm looking for a grilled cheese sandwich, to be honest. Well, I have no idea where any of that is. Well, that's right over there. That's the dining facility. That's where I'm headed. It's open oh. 11 to 2, I think. Well, maybe I'll take it along until I can find these guys. Okay, perfect. My name's Hubert, by the way. Hello, Hubert. My friends call me Huey, but I don't have a lot of them. That's adorable. <laughs> this is Regina, and I'm John. It's nice to meet you. Oh, hi, John. Yeah, let's walk to this cafeteria. Okay. I'm hankering. I've been on the road for a while. All right, I'll get you a... How tall are you? I'm short. You're very short? Yeah, like oh, that's not a five, good thing. Five, five, eight. Oh, short. Oh, sorry. My, 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 me and Jake's like then. I might get you a little glass of milk. That sounds wonderful. I was hoping they had tap beer, but where am you're, I? Is this a college? You're too little. Yes. Come with me. I'll, I'll get you a sandwich. Where are your parents? I, well, my parents are at home back in Oklahoma. Oh, we're headed to Florida. Me too. Huh. Cool. Well, I could actually drink that milk now. Okay, let's go get that. Sounds I'm super good. excited for all of the good food that I heard about. The nice lady at the front desk told me about it, but I had to take these pills earlier, and they just make my gut hurt so much. So Regina Regina and I were very hungry, but James should be back anytime soon. I think, I think maybe. So, John, what, what's, your, what's your last name? Mine, because because I'm looking for a guy named John. Named I'm a James. guy. I am a guy named John. But uh, I'll tell you after we get some food. I'm very very hungry right now. Okay, right. Yeah, that works for me. Okay, can, can I? I just don't know you. I d- I'm sorry. I don't know you. Completely understandable. It's very strange that you would ask for my last name. I'm usually the one asking for names. What about your friend James? I'm, James? I'm looking for a John and James. Okay, well, we're at James and John with Regina, so obviously not the same people. <laughs> I sit down at the counter. <laughs> Excuse me, waitress. Hello. This place is a little like it's a pretty nice dining hall. Like it's a it's an upper it's an up upscale college, right? And so, uh, but you're treating it like a diner, and that's totally fine. That's what John would do. No. <laughs> um, uh, uh, yep. Hey, hey, waitress. A, a woman in a. In a Relatively nice outfit, like it looks like a, more like a wait staff than 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 a waitress, right? Comes up to you, she's like, "Yeah, what, what uh, what, what can we do for you?" I'd like a nice smaller glass for the young man here of milk. I will have coffee, black, and a uh, a side of eggs for my young Regina here, my little princess. And I would also like a muffin. You feed her eggs. Dur- during this whole interaction, I'm looking very uncomfortable and slowly backing up and going to the cafeteria into the cafeteria line oh it just line itself okay perfect <laughs> you go through and you serve yourself your milk yeah, yeah I, I get my own food yep yep uh you can uh take a page out of your friend's book there and uh get it yourself i mean or, or I mean, but i'm standing right here ma'am that's not how, this is a self-serve cafeteria sir yes and i'm asking you to serve me myself 
and then uh, I come back. Are you? With you're his not a student here, are you? Coffee and eggs. Yeah, you turn around okay. and Hubert or Huey rather, whichever Huey. His friends call him Huey. Huey, my boy, look at you. No thanks to you, ma'am. She See just, if I leave you a tip. She walks away. I'm I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I've just met this man. Come on, boy. I'm so sorry. Come on. She just Come nods. As she, you can see her nodding as she's walking away. Like, <laughs> Sit down, Huey. Tell me of your travels and your fine horse made of steel. Before you do, James, what were your detentions after that phone call? I was actually going to go down to the front desk and ask them for information on uh, Peter Stanford's address and then go down to the cafeteria because I know that's where John went. Okay. So meanwhile, James goes down to, descends the four flights of stairs um, back down to the front desk. Excuse me. Uh, Mr. Sanford doesn't seem to be in. That's what I've been hearing. Considering where I've been sent from, it seems pretty troubling to me. Uh, and I'll pull out my FBI badge. We were looking for his help in a case, and now I'm actually concerned. Unfortunately, I didn't get his address information. I was wondering if I could get it from you. Oh, um, I don't have that kind of information, um, but I can guide you to who would. That would be beautiful. Thank you. Um, why don't you head down to the dean's office? Um, somebody in there will be able to help you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a good day. You too. And I'll head down to the cafeteria first. Okay. Um, and then as... so. Back to the scene with these two guys sitting at a table, and James walks in. You see John sitting at a table with this uh, bespectacled young man in suspenders. James! Look! You don't have to yell. This is Hubert. He's such a kind young man. I got him some milk. Oh, is he? Yes. Nice to meet you, Hubert. Uh, My name's James. They didn't have grilled cheese, James, so I got eggs. Do you want to share? And I'm eating out of the same bowl with Regina. No, you know I don't. Okay, but I did get you coffee. Uh, Appreciate it. Oh, black, thank you. There you go, buddy. James, hi. Um, You wouldn't happen to be uh, James McCready, would you? I happen to be, actually. I didn't tell him. I know you didn't. And you are... uh, (laughs) Hubert Salazar. Salazar. My friends call me Huey, but I don't have many. Well... You sad little boy. That sounds like a catchphrase. (laughs) (laughs) It's nice to meet you, Huey. I've actually already heard about you. Oh, wonderful. I talked to the director. this must be John Cena, then. He is. (laughs) How'd you know my name? He's from the D-Pick, John. Got a fork in my hand. No, he, no. Oh, he's with us? He's with us. Uh, Another IRS agent, I see. (laughs) I put the fork in my back pocket for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. It's fortuitous that you've shown up, because um, I'm sure you're wondering where our third is. Yeah, I, Director Smith said you guys might need some help, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm fresh off the boat, you could say. Uh, yeah, so I heard. Unfortunately... That was a, that was a Navy joke. <laughs> oh, a Navy boy. Uh, I was in the Air Force myself. Yeah, that, that's what I read. I mean, I've, I've read a couple of your guys' uh, reports. Uh, how long have you been... Uh, working for the D-Pick. Oh, boy. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I've been with the D-Pick for a couple years. Uh, mostly clerical work, you know. That's what I heard you had done in the Navy. Were you in the mailroom? Not by not by choice, but yes. Oh, no. Uh, what We're going to get not... along great. I love opening letters. Wait, wait, what does not by choice mean? You know, I would have loved to done anything more productive. He's but... got the sweetest ride. It's a Mustang. What is it actually? <laughs> it's a 
old 1930 Indian with with a side cart. Yeah, I, I inherited it. <gasps> it's a horse and carriage? James, Regina would look so cute in that. I mean, he might just take you for a ride if you're nice. I, I point out the window over <gasps> my shoulder at it. It it's nice, you know. It's it's a little rusty, but the engine's true. You chose to take that from Arizona over a company car. You know, I've I, I spend so much time in the office. You know, it's just nice to have the wind through my leather helmet. <laughs> His hands are like stuck like this. Right. <laughs> well, it's August. It's pretty warm. <laughs> no, I mean from that long of a ride. Oh yeah. Um, you went straight through the night too. Like, well, I've been um, on the road for quite some time, so it's kind of nice to. Maybe we should have gave him the coffee, James. Maybe I'm gonna take the coffee back from James. And John, as you feel your food digesting, you know, as you've been eating more and more, you feel the pills kind of start lining up to the, your no, mind. No, I'm not ready. <laughs> well, okay, must be taken with food. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I'm like, who's he eats? So I'm just standing here awkwardly while this mind transition happens, and I got a coffee cup. Yeah, I guess so. Cool. <laughs> All right. Is well, there is there like a physical change in him? Yeah. That, Describe that this would, to me. I would start noticing during this. Conversation. This is the first time we've used the pill since we thought of this idea. It's true. Yeah. So essentially, what it does to you is you you like it sharpens your mind. Like, you're usually an ADD monster. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is true. And that is just, like, streamlined. Like, you are, like, you are the super soldier that you were bred to be when you have your pills. Think cool. of it that way. All right, let's kick some ass. Well, it seems that... Uh, I'm just holding the mug, staring in between the two of them. Yeah, as you're, like, focusing in, kind of, on, like... Well, it seems that there's an issue. Uh, like I said, there doesn't seem to be a third of us here, and it's because the... Get to the short of it, uh, he was kidnapped last night. Steve Finnegan, right? Right. I've heard some stories in the office, but those are better talking about in private. Well, I have plenty of time for that. I think we should get a move on now. Oh. Here's your coffee, James. It's good to have you back, John. It's good to be back. What'd you find out? And you notice a complete shift in his mentality at this point. Uh, We need to go to the dean's office. The best chance for us to get Stanford's information, find his address and everything is through there. All right. Come with us, Huey. You're a new like, driver. Looks like you're our new third. Yeah, I'm I'm a little confused, but yeah, let let's go. We'll give you the lowdown. Sounds great. And we head to the dean's office. Okay. You head off into the dean's office and uh, again you're you're met by um secretaries. Middle aged woman. Excuse me. Yes? Hi, um And and Huey pushes through John and James well, towards the lady. Hi, Miss uh I'm reading her nameplates. Her name desk. takes as Shirley Floyd. Hi, Shirley. Uh, we're here looking for Peter Stanford. Oh, yes, Professor. He's He's been missing for a couple days. You guys following up on a missing persons report? Um, No, we're actually here with uh, a paranormal activist group against Act- the occult. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and he said he would do an interview with us, so we're just trying to touch base. Oh, I see. Yeah, well, uh, if you talk to a secretary... I'm flipping through all my badges. I've actually <laughs> talked to his secretary today. Oh, okay, good. You're good. Um, I thought he had a student secretary. Uh, she had gone down to the cafeteria while I was over there. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, I guess if you haven't, she hasn't been able to help you. I don't know what. Uh, yeah, I guess she'd be the one to talk to. Uh, what did you need exactly? Well, he just agreed to do an interview. Right, and he's he's 
I mean, I guess you could leave your name and number with uh, his secretary, and he can call you back when he when he gets back. I guess I'm not too sure where he is. Well, can we just take a look at his desk? I'd like to leave a personalized note. I don't think that's a good idea. Okay. Well, Huey, I I, I move in closer to her and uh, start uh, putting on a little bit of charm here. Okay. And uh, I say, uh, well, we're kind of on a tight schedule. Um, He had some paperwork in his office, and uh, we have all these um, talking points. We would like to get to him as quick as possible. If we could, could we just uh, go inside, put these on his uh, desk or anything? Hmm. Well, roll to manipulate someone. First roll from this dude. Eight. Plus. Plus. Plus charm. Ten. Two. Ten. A ten. That's pretty damn good. That's a good roll, sir. Yes, it is. So so then, so well, there's three levels of, of well, there's four levels in a way of, of results. You have a six and lower is a straight fail, right? Uh, seven to nine is a partial success. Ten plus is a full success. And then a 12 plus is an advanced success. But in this case, you got a 10 plus. So it says um, they'll do it for the reason they you, you gave them. If you ask too much, they'll tell you the minimum it would take for them to do. Or if there's no way. So um, so near, I was just giving you some insight into how that works. Yeah. Okay. Um, hmm. Well, I guess I can have maintenance come down there and uh, open his office for you. I don't think that uh, his secretary would have the key. So I guess I can. I guess I can. Yeah, I can send someone down there for you. Uh, will the maintenance guy meet you down there? Will that, will that suffice? Yeah, that would be wonderful. Thank you so much, Shirley. You're welcome. And uh, she picks up the phone immediately, and you see her calling uh, as you guys walk off. When we were down in the cafeteria, did I see... Uh... Helen? Yeah. Oh, was it Helen? I think it was Helen. I think it was. Attaboy, Hubert. Um, you did see her. Yeah. Um, and this was how long ago? Um, you saw her 10 minutes ago. Okay. You saw her at a table eating lunch with uh, three other kids, three other students, rather. If you want to go down to his office and meet the maintenance, you guys can go on ahead. I'm going to try and find his secretary, and I think we'll, uh, we might get just as far that way. I had already talked to her, so... Uh, you getting sweet on a girl, James? You know I don't, John. Very well. And I'm going to head off that direction. Okay. Let's go, Hubert. You're doing a pretty good job. I'll let you lead the way on this one. So Huey and John go um, into the Ramsey Campbell building. You guys head up to room 403. Maintenance guy has not appeared yet, so you guys just kind of sit on the the, the chairs in his, in, his, in his reception area. John, before the pills, would have kicked the store in. <laughs> True. Um, and meanwhile, uh, James enters the cafeteria again, and you see she's exactly where you left, or where you saw her last. I'm going to just take a seat with her, like across from her if I can. Okay, yep. Uh, Helen. Oh, yeah, Mr. McCready. I'm sorry to bug you like this, but is there a chance that I can get uh, Mr. Stanford's information? Uh, What kind of information? Like, uh, I'm sure that you'd have access to, like, say, his address or phone number. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Those would be... Invaluable pieces of information for us right now. Okay, um, yeah, um, I can meet you back at the. I have it in my desk there. I can give it to you. Um, I can head there now. I'm done here. <sighs> I figured that might be the case. Okay, uh, walk me there. Absolutely. Okay, and you, two of you head up the stairs, and when you finally get there, 
uh, you see a maintenance guy also entering the room. So the th- so then eventually for John and Huey, um, the maintenance the door of the room finally opens and the maintenance guy comes in, uh, tailed by a young woman and, and James. Looks like we gave ourselves the runaround today, boys. I have our answer here. So, Miss Helen. Uh, yep. So she opens up a, a, a book in her desk there. Um, pulls out a, a small notepad and writes down uh, a name, an, a phone number, and an address, and hands it off to you. Uh, the maintenance guy is like, "So, you guys want me to open, unlock this door here? This is what we're yeah. Here for? Yes. Open the door. Sir. That would still be very helpful. Thank you." Um. So he he jingles some a big ring of keys and opens up and opens up, unlocks the door. Lock it up when you're done. Will do. I'm gonna. Off. I'm gonna hand this information off to John real quick. Okay. Um, do you mind if I take a look around in here first? Sure. Go ahead. Appreciate it. Bring the new guy with you. Yeah, I'm quite confused on what's going on right now, so it would all be helpful. Yeah. Um, we have more than one missing person right now, apparently. Oh. Both Steve and the and the the good professor. The professor. Um, Yes, uh, Stanford. He's actually uh, the professor of occultism here, and that's the reason we were sent here. Um, good private conversation, probably. Oh, okay. But if you could help me out here, yeah, I'd appreciate what, it. What, uh, what exactly are we looking for? Any indication of where he might be. Searching his home is going to be important here as well, but this office is supposed to be a private place. If there's something here, we should be able to find it. I just want to let everyone know that I'm still holding on to this dog even after taking these stupid pills. <laughs> of course. Um, Your feelings for her don't change. Just, <laughs> just cradling this, this precious little right. thing can I, more properly. Can I uh, roll? Um, okay, so first off, before you do. Sure. Um, so, John, you said you were leaving. You were going in a different direction with these two guys at this point? Yeah, I'll take the keys to the car. I'll go, ch- I'll go straight to the address for now. James, b- before... Before you get too crazy in there, give me the keys. Uh, I'm going to get a jump start on this and head over to the professor's address here and take uh, a look around. That's not a bad idea at all. You know how Steven is. Take care of it. Always. I take the keys and I walk out the door holding Regina. Okay. And the address you have is, uh, and you look at the address as you're, as you're walking back to the car, it says 114 East Pickman Street. Ooh. And James, you probably have met, have, when, you, when she handed it to you, you saw it and committed it to memory right while john's walking out the door I'm, i turn to james and i ask um is is he okay uh he seems like a totally oh his personality has changed a little bit since the first time I yeah met. uh is, is he okay to drive no um, he's actually much better now to drive than he's ever been oh um it's it's strange that you've been around long enough. i mean i guess we're out in the field enough for you not to know but you don't know about john do you I mean, I've only heard stories and read a little bit of paperwork. Yeah, did you hear he didn't have a belly button? I might have uh, skimmed over that part. Yeah, it's true. Um, Oh. He's different. And uh, the best way I could put it is, uh, he was talking about the pills. You heard that, I'm sure. What? Pills? The pills that he was talking about, his stomach. Oh, yeah, I, I just assumed it was like some sort of indigestion. Um, I mean, in a way, it's like taking medica- medication without eating food. He's just whiny about it. Oh. Um, the best way to put it would be they're mood stabilizers, but like plus plus. Plus plus. But what does that have to 
do with not having a belly button. Oh, I'm, oh, he's he's uh, a synthetic human being. Just so casual uh, about I, it. I look over my shoulder and make sure Helen's not in here anymore. You guys know she's not. You guys are currently in the uh, professor's I'm, office. I'm looking around. A, a test tube, baby? If I mean, we try not to call him that, but yeah. I'm surprised you didn't know. I've only read about this in like comic books. Um, well, it's true here. I mean, look at what look at everything else we have locked up at the D pick. The two headed, the two faced man woman, or the turtle man. I mean, the shapeshifter that got out a few years back. Even I mean, I've heard of stories of the shapeshifter and the the puppet master, but I didn't. Mm. Uh, Good times. Yeah, you know, I, I I really just stay in the office. You know, I was I was pushing for my first road job. Well, you know? I mean. This is this is exactly why, this is exactly why we're here. Um, five years ago, when we were taking care of everything with the puppet master and all of that, it was uh, it was intertwined with some kind of uh, an occult society known as the uh, known as the Ancient Covenant. Um, and of course, coming to see Professor Stanford is number one on the list, not only from the director himself, but uh, we were sent here as vaguely in the same direction from another man, uh, the King of Fairy, Oberon. I don't know if you've done any research in that department, but... Uh, yeah, got... this is a lot of information to take in. I'm going to need you to try and uh, take it with stride, because this is going to get crazy real quick. And if you're unprepared for what's going to happen next, it might get you killed. It, Hubert looks a little uh, shook. It's it's understandable. Uh, while we're having this conversation, I'd like to be digging around if okay. I can. So um, the office proper, now that you guys are actually looking around at it, is very neat and orderly. Uh, sparsely decorated, save for a bookshelf that is lined with various books in various identifiable languages. You see some in Japanese. You see some in, in French. You see some in German. You know, various languages. Um, and an obsidian dagger with a gold handle that looks to be of Middle Eastern craftsmanship. It's kind of... It's backlit almost. It's very on display. Uh, the blade itself, you notice, is covered with esoteric symbols carved into it, the obsidian. Looking at this dagger specifically, being the person that I am, and having a magical dagger of my own, do I recognize anything uh, weird or, or supernatural about it to... specifically? You, it is curious. That is definitely a curiosity. I would right. say that. So why don't you roll uh, plus weird just on the... Uh... On the dagger itself. Ooh, Boise, not what I expected. Let's see here. No, oh. that's a four, <laughs> sir. You don't know anything about that. I get a mark experience for like the f second time ever. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> yeah, you don't know anything about that thing. Well, it is curious regardless. Yes, that is true. Okay, so James, uh, roll to investigate a mystery. Ooh, the things that I'm good at, mm -hmm. hopefully. Okay. Oh no. Um well, 7. A 7. Well, you get to hold one. Okay. You get to ask one of those questions. One those, of these questions. And those are what happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do and what is being concealed here? What is being concealed here? Okay. Very good question. Um the dagger's calling to you. That's one thing. Okay. And you're already aware of that. Also, you dug through some papers. The room is, like I said, it's very neat and tidy. But you did find um, some recent documents sitting on his desk. You didn't find the uh, 
the uh, the questions from the paranormal um, activist group, however. Of course. <laughs> yeah, because they're not real. <laughs> no, uh, but you did find um, some recent like case work of something that he was currently working on. He's got like a little like a little uh, moleskin journal, and you kind of page through that, and because it's sitting kind of front and center on his desk, like he uses it a lot. Probably his main source of note taking. Um, but you do see that as you page through it, mentions of uh, some weird. So he keeps referring to a weird stone of some kind, something that he refers to as necronium. Whoa. He's also, it seems like his notes are a little suspicious. Um, like there's a little bit of concern in his notes. You're kind of getting that. One of the main things is that you notice he's been working a lot with a uh, with another professor, a professor named Gabriel Collins, which you recognize, and which is why it speaks to you yes. as the person who uh, Steve was going to go see. Uh, his, his, what you knew to be his, um, when he went to school here, his old college roommate, oh, who is now right, right. Um, a tenured uh, professor of necrobiology. And that's it. Okay. Beyond that, you don't see anything um, regarding like intentions to leave, or anything, it kind of looks like like he should be. He would, it's like he just wrote this stuff, but you notice the dates do lead, and like he, it's dated up till last Friday. I am going to take that and the knife with me. Okay, so you take the um, knife off of you actually take the ceremonial dagger, what it looks to be, mm-hmm. um, off of this of this little holder it's on, and you just pop, put it inside your your coat pocket. Yep. Um, also, same with his Moleskin journal. I'll actually hand the the journal to Huey. Okay. Um, we got to go find the professor of necrobiology. Here. Do a little bit of research, friend. I, I grab the journal and I look at James. I'm like, um, why, why did you uh, take that knife? It looked uh, very interesting. Because it looks very interesting. Oh. Especially doing what we're doing, you don't really find coincidence. If you want to look at it, you can. I, I take your word for it. And then I, I open up my satchel and I, I rip out my... Uh, my little binder and start scribing down some notes. Okay. Yeah, this this is gonna hold us up a lot. I'm feeling. You you know this is this is my first. I, I want to write down everything I'm doing here. You know, reports are important. Yeah, reports are important. I, I start flipping through the journal. Oh, and you get a lot of the same things. Like you get in that the um. Nothing really speaks out to you because you weren't aware of the Gabriel Collins thing. So. That's what but I was. Yep, yeah, but you do. Um, you do notice that he has been. The the main thing that you're going to draw from this, I guess, is that it appears as though he's been working with a Gabriel Collins about something weird dealing with something called necronium. Okay, that's really kind of the main thing that you get out of this, both of you guys, and you get that as well. However, you don't put the uh, the, the connection between Collins and Finnegan together, like 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 James did. Mm. That's pretty much it. Um, I'm gonna when we are done in here. I'm gonna pop out of the door. And is Helen still there? She is sitting at her desk. Um, Helen. Yes. Um, do you by chance know where the professor of necrobiology might be? Ooh, necrobiology. Uh, yeah, uh, Mr. Uh, Collins. Yeah, I think um, Stanford was working with him recently. Strange, strange dude. Yeah, uh, for sure. Actually, one of uh, one of my colleagues was uh, a student here once before. He was. Good friends with him. Strangely enough, we were actually here to see him as well. Oh, um, I believe he's up at the eighth floor. Uh, 
there is I don't know his exact room number though. Um I know that there is a directory at the top of the stairs for each floor. So you might be able to find it on there. Perfect. Thank you very much, Helen. Or you're welcome. Um you've been invaluable in this today. All right. You All take right. care. You as well. And uh shall we, Hugh? Yeah. All right, let's head up there. Meanwhile, uh John at the car. Yeah, I uh was going to the uh going Dean's to the place. Okay. The, or prof- the, the professor's, professor's place. House. Yep. So you head off off to uh, 114 East Pickman Street, and uh, you make your way there. It's just a nice at nice neighborhood. You pull the car up to the front of the house, you know, on the curb. and uh, I'm going to go to the trunk. I'm going to pop the trunk, okay. and I'm going to grab my my vest with my little drop pouch behind my, my back for Regina, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to grab my, my shotgun. <laughs> shotgun. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to walk up to the front door and knock politely. Okay. You knock on the door. No answer. Is anyone watching me? You look around down both sides of the street. You don't really see anyone milling around in their yard or anything. All right. Is the door unlocked? You check the door. It's locked. Okay. Uh, I'm going to investigate a mystery. Go for it. What is that? Seven. Eight. Uh, You have one question. What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? Is there anything being concealed here? Okay, good question. You look around the front of the house, you do notice that like the mail in his mail slot is kind of kind of sticking out. Like his mail slot's kind of flipped open and there's like a decent amount of letters sticking out of it. Like uh, can't get any more in there or something. Okay. Is the back door unlocked? The back door is not unlocked. All right. I'm going to force the door open. Okay. How are you doing it? I'm just going to, I'm going to give her the boot. Okay. Uh, kick some ass. Uh, well, I don't, <laughs> not really kick an ass on a door. Uh, I'm just going to have you roll plus tough. Okay. 11. 11. Yeah. You just kind of shoulder into it. Or you booted it, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You just, you kind of put your foot against the inside of the door or just to the, uh, um, just to the inside of the door handle, and then just pull your knee back and bam, kick the door open. It just pops open. I'm gonna I'm gonna raise my shotgun and I'm gonna enter okay. quickly, but also scan the rooms. You're like you're oh, you're, you're, you're sweeping the rooms. Yep. Okay. Yeah. You go through the kitchen. Nothing. Um. You go up to the front room of the house and you do see that his mail is piled up, and there's like a little like a little brass box below the the the, the um the mail slot that you is just loaded um you sweep through uh the bathroom nothing a pantry nothing you see there's basement stairs there's also a stairs upstairs i mean stairs going <laughs> there's a basement stairs and a st- and stairs going up as well to the second floor well the creepy stuff's always in the basement so i'll go downstairs okay you uh you go down the basement stairs um it's dark you turn the light on do i have a flashlight on me probably i'm gonna use a flashlight okay you got the shotgun at the ready you're also holding the flashlight out yep and uh, you're just holding it under the barrel of the shotgun. Yep. And uh, basement is pretty pretty meticulously neat. Everything's kind of put away. You see boxes of Christmas decorations. and There's uh, nothing going on in here? You don't seem to see anything going on, no. My God, I just broke into this man's house for nothing. Well, you're learning stuff. All right, I'm going to go all the way upstairs then, I guess. Yeah, you go up there. There's four bedrooms, all of them. Like, you see an office, um, a guest room, another guest room, and what looks to be his bedroom, also a bathroom. You don't see anything nothing. suspicious. Nothing comes out. Nothing. 
<laughs> nothing. You don't see anything out of the ordinary. It just looks like he hasn't been here in a while. Yep. So uh, I'm actually going to call the directory of the college then and try to get a hold of James. Okay. So you um, so you go up to the house, the phone you thought you saw in the kitchen. Um, you ring. You see that he's got a a work number, right? And you got to keep in mind, John is honed in, so he's noticing the things he needs to notice. Absolutely. Right. So you see that he's got a, a work number or like a business card of the college. There's various college things in his kitchen. Um, that the number is around. So you you dial the number, you call the main office, and uh, the phone rings, and you hear, "Hello." Yes, this hello. University. Hi, uh, this is John. I, uh, I've got a couple of guys walking around uh, your premises right now. I need to get a hold of one of them, James McCready or possibly Huey Hubert Salazar. Oh, uh, do you know where they would be? Um, I believe they should be currently in the dean's office, possibly heading to another directory floor. Mm. I'm going to uh, transfer you to the secretary of the dean. Very well. Um, What's her name? Shirley Floyd. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. And you hear uh, a ringing again, and then, hello, Dean's office. Yes, Miss Floyd, I'm looking for James McCready or Hubert Salazar. Were you the gentleman? Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, they, I, I believe they went off to uh, Stanford's office. All right. Put me through to that office, please. Uh, no problem. You hear again the phone ringing, and you hear a, a younger girl's voice. Uh, hello, uh, Professor Stanford's office. James McCready or Hubert Salazar. Oh, were you the guy with the dog? Yes. Yeah, uh, they they left, actually. Can you stop them, or can you put me through to another office? Uh, I mean, I can, but I mean, I can, I, can, I can put you through to another office. I don't know. Well, where are they going? Uh, they, I believe they're heading to Colin's office. All right. Can you transfer me there, miss? I can. Thank you. Uh, the phone rings again. And, uh, hmm, have you gotten there yet? That's the question. You drove for a little while. Yeah, okay, so we're going to switch back over. Yeah, so, meanwhile, Huey and James are off uh, heading up three more flights, or four more flights of stairs, and you see a directory at the top of the stairs, and you're looking through it, and you see the name Collins, Dr. Gabriel Collins. It says uh, Department of Necrobiology, and you see it says 852. So Perfect. Naturally, you guys head down to room 852, and the door is ahead of you. I'll knock on the door. You hear, you don't hear any, nobody answers the door per se, but you do hear on the other side of the, of the, of the, of the door, uh, footsteps approaching after like a little bit and the door cracks open just enough to see a man's face. And he looks, he looks like he hasn't slept in weeks. He's looks, he looks a little, he looks a little, um, disheveled and also, you smell him immediately, and you can tell, yes, this guy has not showered either in just as long. Uh, who, who is it? Gabriel Collins? Oh, uh, yeah, yes. We're, uh, we're friends of Steve Finnegan. Steve Finnegan? Steve Finnegan? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. my old roommate, Steve Finnegan? Indeed, we are. Uh, I haven't seen Steve in, since I don't think he came to reunions even. No. I would imagine he didn't. What uh, can I do for you? Um, there's actually quite a few things that you could help us with. Uh, if you could let us in, please. Uh, you see him like kind of disappear for a second, and the door opens. Uh, yeah, come on in. Uh, it's a little messy. It's all right. And that, and actually, the as you walk into the room too, this this, this offensive smell of death, decay, and actually a lot of formaldehyde 
kind of mixing nauseously with his body odor, uh, just assaulting your nostrils as you enter his room. Is um, kind of clouding your mind in like a dizzying fog in a way, but not, I mean, you're clear, but like you're not like you're like Jesus. Like it's it's pretty distracting. Is is this what a professor of necrobiology's office is usually like? What do you mean? Oh, then I then I would assume so. Uh, you, you notice taxidermy corpses and skeletal remains of numerous animals decorating the walls, tables, shelves of this cluttered room. Uh, space between are filled with various books and loose documents. Just kind of a mess. Uh, the entire contents of the room are covered by like a thick sheen of dust. Um, kind of like a layer of freshly fallen snow in this weird light. Um, on the far end of the room, though, uh, which is what he's leading you to, in front of a large cabinet uh, sits an elaborate wooden desk. It appears to be the only thing in this room that is not covered in dust. He sits down. He's like, have, have a seat. And the, the two chairs in front of his office facing his desk, both also dust covered. But one, one is uh, the, oh, the one is dust covered. The other one it is not. Well, while we enter this room and I'm looking around, uh, what, mm-hmm. what kind of taxidermy uh, animals do I see? Are they animals? Are they humans? They're or? all animals. Yep. Everything that you see taxidermied are animals. A lot of um, larger rodents, maybe some, and some, some birds, some, some, uh, Everything is just like it looks like when that thing was taxidermied, you couldn't say, but definitely a long time ago. Mm. A lot of them are looking kind of rough. Um, Professor, but you Cohen. do see though some 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 dead some human skulls on shelves, uh, skulls of various other animals, that kind of stuff. Uh, Professor Collins, we are we're under the assumption now that you've been working with uh, Professor Peter Stanford uh, a lot recently. Um, uh, why? Well, I mean, we were, we were also here looking for him, and uh, just about everybody that we talked to had uh, had claimed so. Yeah, I heard you went missing a couple, like last week or something? Yeah, the end of last week. Oh, uh, I don't know anything about that. Um, if you find him, uh, could you send him my way? You kind of have some unfinished business. Well, suddenly the, the phone starts ringing. Uh, Dr. Collins like, kind of starts by it. Yeah, he's startled by it and uh, looks at it, darts at both of you guys. And he just kind of, go ahead. He picks up the phone. He's like, hello? Yes. Collins? Uh, yeah. There should be two gentlemen sitting there. Hand the phone over to one of them, please. Uh, it's for you. Oh, very nice. John. James. Yeah. Nothing here. Nothing? Place is empty. Mail's piled up. Hmm. Interesting. Do you have another lead? I'm already on the road. Mm, this is the last one, but that we already on the road. No, I mean I'm I'm already oh out, out and about. about. Yeah, it would make like, not. I'm not Bluetoothing no, you right now. He's in the car, the whole full right. door. <laughs> <laughs> Just uncoiling. Yeah, <laughs> pushing its limit. Um, Fuck. I'm starting to believe this might be our last stop right here. All right. Do you need me to be there now? As you say the last stop line, mm-hmm. uh, you kind of see Colin, and you notice this, Huey, probably more than anything. Um, he, uh, Colin's kind of just like jerks, and you, you can tell that he was, uh, he physically responded with surprise to what you said. Mm. With that. I'll, I'll, I'll take note of that, and then, uh, yeah, um, show up whenever you can. We'll be here. All right. What's going on, James? Um, we'll see. Just, uh... I understand. I'll be there shortly. Thank you. And then I'll hang up. So, uh, who, who, who are you? Who was that? 
Um, a colleague. Um, How do you know you were here? We have a lot of resources. Oh, uh, my! Who are you guys anyway? Uh, FBI, actually. Well, am I, am I in trouble for something? Well, that's hard to say at this point. Of anybody that we've actually talked to today, you might have to admit that uh, walking into this room was probably the strangest. Would you say? I don't know where you've been. Uh, I mean, think about Miskatonic University for me. Mm-hmm. Doing it. Mm-hmm. While, while this is happening. Thank you. God damn it. While, while this is happening, Hubert's writing down Colin's uh, reactions to some of these questions, the way he reacted of course. To, mm-hmm. to, to James while he was on the phone. Taking interview notes. Yep. yep. I, I'm just idly penciling Ooh, I like away that. over here. I, I really like that. No, that's very good. <laughs> um, now, the real question is, why is it that you are so jumpy? I, I don't sleep much. Yeah, that's uh, obvious. I'm busy. But I mean, a lot going on. You seemed anxious on the phone. Uh, seemed a little bit more anxious uh, listening to my conversation. Even, do you have a reason to be so anxious? Uh, no. It's just like that, I guess. You don't seem very uh, confident, especially for a man who is last associated with uh, another man who is right now missing. You understand that, don't you? I do. I do. Mm. Uh, okay, I, I, I gotta ask again. Am I in trouble for something here? Oh, that's what I'm starting to wonder. Huey interjects. He says, uh, "Collins, I, I'm I'm sorry. We we skipped our formalities here. Hi, I'm uh, Hubert Salazar, Huey for short. Okay. And this is my friend James McCready. You're friends of Steve's, right? How do you know Steve? I I don't know Steve personally. Um, we work together. Okay. Uh, what? What were you guys? Who would you work? You're using the FBI now? Indeed, he is. Are you okay, Collins? Um, you seem very distraught and disheveled. I don't know. You know, we're we're just here to try to piece things together, try to find Stanford and yeah, no Stanford stuff out. I mean, we're we're here to help, but we're we're not trying to interrogate or anything. You know, right? No, I we're, we're just here for information. Yeah, really. I don't I don't know where he is. Um, he was working with me last week on some things. I needed his, his, uh, his expertise. What exactly was he? He was working with you on. Uh, there, there's some uh, confidential. Um, I don't think that uh, those types of confidentialities apply in a situation like this, because if these are if this is sensitive information, I understand. But if it is something that could possibly pertain to his m- disappearance or possible death. Collins. I doubt they're related. Well, try me. Well, I was just I he I I, I come across these this element that uh, seemed dubious in nature. Necronium. Ah, correct. Yes. What mm. do you know about that? I know quite a few things, but that's I'm, something that only a few people know about. I am one of the few now. I'm scribbling away. Um. They had an energy that is more his expertise than mine. I had had him consulting, uh, or had used him as a consultant to determine what exactly it was. Um, but I didn't need his help anymore. Uh, why is it that Stanford would know about it and you wouldn't? He's a professor of the occult. Exactly. He uh, he kind of gives this kind of gave me this vibe that felt like it was something for him to get involved with. And. You don't think it's suspicious that shortly after uh, 
the professor of occult gets involved with something like this, he ends up going missing. It does seem suspicious. But he was working with me Monday and Tuesday of last week. I mean, the time frame isn't a month and a half. That's true. It's a week. Yeah, that's, uh, I understand your suspicion. Um, while we're sitting here, um, I'm, I'm reading Colin's body language. Uh, can I roll for investigate a mystery? Sure. Very good. Trying to, trying to pick up on cues the way he's reacting to mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. James here. <clears throat> Seven. Okay. Uh, you have no plus sharp. Nope. Oh, you don't? Okay, so you're nope. rolling around that. So what question are you asking here? Uh, what is being concealed here? Oh, it's a great choice. Thank you, sir. That is a great choice. So this guy, you're getting from his body language and his, his diversion of the questions in a way that he definitely knows something, and you are honing in on that. Also, you notice his body language is very, or is, the way that he's sitting and the way that he's kind of been the entire time in the room, you can kind of tell that he is guarding physically like the, the the cabinet behind him you can tell that his body language is sort of like mm. in a way like kind of di distracting of it or distracting in instead of you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah he's 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 definitely and you're kind of picking that out of what he's kind of doing so that's what i'm going to get you also actually I... one more thing mm. and this is important you notice his eyes have been darting a lot like towards the location kind of past you guys and casually as you're just in writing and listening and whatnot, you kind of glance over as if you're looking around the room. They're kind of taking it in and you kind of make a full sweep of the room, but you focus on the spot that you think that he's going at. And you notice that he's got a book on the shelf and it's the only, it just stands out because of its size, but also the fact that it is completely upside down compared to the rest of them. That's what you get, really. You're like, could it be that? That's kind of what you're thinking. But also above that same shelf, you notice that there's a, a line of human skulls as well. But they're pretty old. They're, they're, they're kind of blackened, you know. They're, but so you're like, well, it could be that. But so you're not entirely sure what exactly it is he's honing in on with that. But uh, so those are the three pieces you're getting. He's definitely hiding something verbally. Uh, he seems to be guarding the cabinet behind him, and that he seems to be glancing at something in that general area there. Okay, that's so, what you're getting. <laughs> so I, uh, I, I stand up and I start just. Well, actually, I, um, I ask him. Is it okay if I just walk around and look at all of these? Uh, my my grandfather used to do taxidermy for fun. We, oh, we used to have a a couple possums and a raccoon back in Oklahoma. Yeah, no, that that's pretty cool. Um, I'm taking an interest in it in my young life. Uh, go be my guest. Just don't touch anything. I'm okay. gonna make eye contact with Huey real quick, like while he gets up, and just kind of I, I throw him a wink. And then I'll, Collins is kind of watching you do that too. I'll go into my um, jacket real quick, just as kind of a distractor if I can, mm -hmm. and pull out the dagger from Stanford's desk, and I'll put it down on his desk quick. What is that? I was hoping that maybe you could try and uh, help me with that as well. It's become a curiosity of mine. The dagger in from Stanford's room? I think yeah, I've seen that. Absolutely. Uh, why do you have it? Is that because that I'm a federal case? Because I'm a federal agent and it was a curiosity to me do you just take anything as a curiosity um sometimes oh well don't go into museums um <laughs> well, while they're having this conversation i'm watching collins and waiting for him to look away 
while I'm moving towards that bookshelf that I saw him looking at. You do notice that he is kind of glancing at you, kind of back and forth between James talking to you, to him. And uh, can I read a bad situation? Yes, please do. Thank you. <clears throat> uh, ta 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 Oh, absolutely, a twelve, sir. Okay. Uh, they ask me any question you want about the situation. Oh shit, man! Can I can I back that up and go hold three from the plus ten? Do you want to? If I can, I'll allow that. Yeah, I think on a plus ten you can. I don't know, twelve plus rather. You can take that option, or rather, let's go with that. Because I like the I I like a lot of the okay no, questions. Yeah, um, yeah, on a twelve plus you can back it down to a ten. You can no. always back it down for all I care. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. You want to roll an eight and you're like, can I fail that? I don't care. <laughs> we'll fail that. Yeah. <laughs> if you no. want to back it down at all, I just, we don't need justification. I just, uh, yeah, I just it's always like worse. These than questions what you are roll, so. are very good. Uh, good. My first one is, um, what's the biggest threat? The biggest threat? Hmm, that's a good question because nothing in this room seems particularly threatening. However, the most suspicious thing is absolutely him. Absolutely. Yeah, I figured so. Yeah. Um, are there dangers that we haven't noticed? Um, I would say no. No actual dangers. Okay, that's good. And then um, the last one I would have to say, what's most vulnerable to me? Him. Okay. Okay. So I have no indication that... Uh, what specifically were you looking for with that? Um, I I was wondering, because it, in my mind, it seems like Huey's got something going on he's he's yep. like there's something going on in his head and i'm here just to uh either distract or react to what collins does yep um to huey investigating this place okay uh, as as minimally or as thoroughly as he you notice specifically that he is watching huey like he, but he's kind of like going back and forth between you and him that's kind, kind of, of watching him go around the room and stuff but you did notice that like he as, as you got to that area that you were concerned about he was um, more on him than on you. That makes sense. More on Huey than on Well, James. then, if that's the case, then I'm going to, I mean, like, I'm going to be mentally prepared for something. Yeah. Well, like, train a gun on him if I need to or whatever, depending okay. on what he does. Okay. So um, I make it over to that area. Yeah. And I uh, I ask him, uh, what's going on with these skulls? They look uh, very old. Could you tell me anything about them? Oh, I, those were there before I was there. Oh really? Yeah, I'm not the first professor of necrobiology. Um, the last guy, uh, he, a lot of the stuff in the room was from him. The taxidermy stuff was mine, but a lot of this, those were part of it. A lot of the books were too. So, um, is there any? Give me any more questions or anything? I thought about just diving in and tackling them and holding them down, you know, because you know. I'm, but that's a choice that you will have to live with for the rest I, of the series. I know that. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. You know, I'm, new, I'm trying to prove myself. You know, he's right. acting a little shifty. Oh, I was a little uncomfortable. You know, that's true. So I, I thought getting a little itchy over there. I, I was like you know, scanning the room. Um, but I'm, I'm looking at the skulls in this bookshelf, and I, I start to ask some questions about these books. Uh, you, it, it seems that. Uh, you got a, a lot of books up here. Can you tell me anything about these books here? Uh, various things. Uh, the books in this whole room are various. Some of them are mine. Some of them are here before me. Um, I'd like to read some of the titles uh, of uh, some of the books in front of me here. Okay. You see, uh, oh, Taxidermy for Dummies. <laughs> <laughs> you see that that one looks like he never opened it. Um, you see... Oh, Jesus, it's hard. <laughs> working my way over, you know, 
Yeah, you see a lot of books on tax. I'll give you titles. Oh, not titles, but like you see like a lot of books on taxidermy. You see a lot of stuff on um, human biology. Looking for something that stands you out. See like the Egyptian Book of the Dead. That's kind of an interesting one. Uh, yeah, so the, the book that you notice that's upside down, um, it, it only all it says on it is A, like on the lower half of the, um, like right above the the the, the binding lines, you know, the 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 uh, detail or whatever you want to call it, and that's how you notice it's upside down. It looks though, because this is a very dusty shelf again, like the rest of the room. That one there seems like it's not dusty, okay. where it just definitely isn't dusty. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I I look to him as like, um, well, you, some of these books I remember seeing back at home. You know, taxidermy for dummies. You know, we've all peeked through that a time or two, and I chuckle a little bit. Uh, that was a gift, have we? That was a gift from Steve. Actually, a wink. Gift <laughs> <laughs> from Steven, yeah. as a matter of fact. Our, we, I remember we spent uh, Christmas uh, here in the, ca- at the campus. Neither of us went home. So that's what he got me. I thought it was funny. It was hilarious. <laughs> He'd be the guy. And then I, I asked him, like, but uh, this one seems a little different than all these other ones. Oh, yeah. Hey? Th- I, uh, that's misplaced. That goes somewhere else. Do you mind? Can I look at it? Uh, I, I can take care of it once you guys... Uh, I'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. They seem on guard, sir. No, it's just, you know, it's my my office, I guess. I don't know. You do know uh, it's illegal to interfere in a federal investigation, so that's kind of what this is. Well, I mean, it's not really... What are you guys investigating? Like, I mean, I know you're investigating the, the disappearance, but like... I don't know where you. To be honest with you, it's um, more so about your strange, uh, suspicious behavior. I, I, I'd I'd rather not get into it like this. But um, seeing as though that we don't have a lot of time, um, what's behind you? What's with the book? Um, And what are you hiding, sir? What do you mean? Listen, do I need to get campus security down here? (laughs) You you guys have federal badges. That's that's true. But this is unless you have a warrant, you can't. There's no investigation. It's going to get a warrant from a federal judge, then be my guest. But there is nothing here that you're going to find. I don't know where Peter Stanford is. So if you kindly leave, or All I right. will get security. Let me Meanwhile, see there's a knock on the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Who is it now? I open up the door since I'm right next to it. Okay. And it's John. Gentlemen. And a dog. Oh, Perfect. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm with somebody right now. You're no. going to have to excuse me. Sit He's, down, sir. He's with me. I got my shotgun and my vest on. I oh, hope he notices. Shit. You walked through the college campus with a, with a shotgun? I sure the fuck did. Okay, that's good. Huey, what's the lowdown? Uh, you know, Collins here is, uh, he's just, he's, something ain't right. Something's a little suspicious. Something's happening here. You know what? I'm going to cut the bullshit now. I'm done with it. And I just pull out, I, I just pull out my sidearm. Oh, God. I'm going to... I'm gonna Security! <laughs> Security! I'm going to butt stroke him. I shut the door. You're going to butt stroke I'm going to really? butt stroke him in the face. Roll the kick smash. Okay. Oh, boy. Actually, you don't have to. It's not... He's not a th- it's monster fighting you. Oh, it's not? No, no. Okay, so so. Uh, you just butt him in the head and he, he completely stops yelling. Well, that's quieter. We don't got a lot of time here now, though. That's fine. All right. What's... Uh, what are we looking for? I open up the book. Grab the book. You grab I'm the a, book. Okay, so you, as, the... as soon as you pull that, you notice that the book, the, the book doesn't come off. Well, the book comes off the shelf, but you also notice that the bookshelf recedes into the wall <gasps> and slides off to the side, revealing 
uh, a, a stairway. I swing around right away, already flashlight and shotgun aiming through that doorway. I'm gonna I'm gonna cuff Collins. Okay. And uh, Hugh, check out the cabinet, and I'm gonna hunt, put him over my shoulder and head down. Okay. Uh, cabinet's locked. Um, I, I, I would like to take out my multi-tool and oh, yeah. give me the lock. Okay, oh, and you do. Yeah. So um, I'm digging through my satchel trying to find my multi-tool. And roll to act it. under pressure. That's cool. <laughs> that would be a, a nine, sir. That'd be a nine, okay. Um, ooh, okay. I want to give you a price to pay. So you do manage to pop this, this, this thing open, but you also manage to snap the, uh, the, like the, the pin off of your multi-tool. Oh, no. Yeah. It's um, cool, though, but because, like, out of character, we have a mobile fucking, like, armory. My tool was a gift from my grandfather. Yeah, so you guys went, oh, that the, sucks. You guys went down the stairs, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so as you pop that open, these two are currently going down the stairs, and uh, you see inside there, there is um, what appears to be, like, a cloth covering something that is, it looks to be, it's almost like if you had... Like, uh, a, like an institutional jar of pickles. Nice. Right? And you have it's something that size okay. underneath this cloth. Um, on the bottom shelf, you notice that there is like a footlocker about the size of a footlocker, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, on the bottom shelf. And that's really all that's in here. Okay. Um, I open the or take off the cloth covering the jar. Okay. You pull it off and immediately you see. Fuck. <laughs> New guys. Okay. Fucking poltergeist. Oh. What, what's um, your ability? Uh, don't worry, I'll check it out wherever, whenever you go off by yourself to check out somewhere or something scary, Mark experience. That's right now. Yep, you're doing that. Um, that's perfect. I love that. Thanks for catching that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you pull the cloth off of this jar. And we're going to switch to these guys. God, that works so well with your fucking character, yep. too. We're going to switch to these fresh. guys real quick before I reveal that because it'll line up nicely. Mm-hmm. So you have Collins over your shoulder. Yeah. And your fault. You go down the stairs behind John, mm-hmm. who has the gun and flashlight trained. Yep. Okay, so you guys continue With on. With Regina on my pouch. Of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, um, you head down these stairs, and at the bottom, you see that there's a, a big, a heavy metal, like iron, iron door. Oh shit! The bottom of these stairs. Um, is it locked? It is not locked. <sighs> James, you wait here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a look inside here. Okay, so you pop the door right. open. It's a dark room. But you do you, you kind of sweep the room with your with your flashlight, and you see two things really, uh, well three things. You see on the far wall of this room there is like um, what look like morgue cabinets, you know, like the, just the, mm. the doors. You uh, in the middle of the room you see that there is like a, a stainless steel operating table with a white like shroud over it, and by the shape of it there is definitely a body under it. Oh no. Okay, I'm gonna move closer to the. The other the third thing oh, is you fuck. see that there is an elevator. A rather large elevator. <laughs> what is going on here? Across the room, um, it looks like, and it looks like they probably wheels. Like there, there actually is a uh, a wheeled cart. Um, on the on the elevator platform, almost more like a giant dumb waiter than an elevator. Okay, so you're you're in the you're just outside the door. I'm going to check this body first. Okay, I'm gonna pull the sheet off of it and keep my okay. keep the shotgun trained on it. So you pull the sheet back on this at the same moment that upstairs he's pulling this the uh, shroud off of this. Oh fuck! Off of if, this head. Off I'm, of this. I'm, off of this jar. I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> yep. If it's something nasty, he's squealing. Okay, so <laughs> that's perfect. He's you squealing. see, as you pull this, this 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 cloth off of off of this whatever it is, you see a, a glass jar 
with a human head inside of it of a middle aged <laughs> of a middle aged man in his forties, potentially fifties. Um, it looks as if he's dead, um, and there's a pile of it's, it's like he's the head is directly on top of this glowing purplish stone of some sort. Like it's like the head is placed onto it in the jar. No water. It's a dry jar, and uh, at the same time, you pull that cloth off of off of the um, off of the operating table down here. And as, as soon as you do, you hear this squeal off in the distance from up from from the from upstairs, and you see um, what looks to be the the body of a like a a younger like a guy in his twenties in a in a Letterman jacket that says MU on it. Well, that's not good. You see that his he's got this kind of ethereal, like purplish glow to his like his body in general. And as soon as you do, uh, and as soon as you scream, the eyes pop open on the jar in the head, and the eyes pop open on the body on the table, and this purplish glow uh, just like shoots out of the eyes pretty much, and it sits up. And as it does, you see that like his, his hands come back. And uh, I imagine your fire went off at this point. James, catch my six! <laughs> and the, 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 the thing sits up, and you see its, its hands have like mis- misshapen into these horrible claws. Fuck. And we're going to leave it there. Oh, Don't oh, sniff glue! No. no <laughs> oh, my no. God, dude. Oh, my God. I cover it with a cloth. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so great. Oh, this is so great. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Also, I don't know if you've noticed... But we had a fourth voice with us that you've never heard before. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hello. <laughs> His name is Hello. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? <laughs> I see it in your eyes. You did a very good job starting out here, man. Oh, I'm Levi, by the way. Yes, yes. He's, he's Levi. He's a longtime friend of all of ours. And um, I'm very nervous this episode. That's and all right. Uncomfortable. You didn't make him across. And his character perfectly and excited. embodied it. It's okay. You have and months. Horny. You have months oh. to worry about it like I did. <laughs> Just a little bit. Daddy horny for mysteries. Daddy horny for mysteries. <laughs> And with that, glue me again. Just, what? just glue me again, Daddy. Give it- Ooh, don't smoke glue. <laughs> oh, I got around. Hey guys, Christopher here with a huge thank you to the band Henge for allowing us to use a clip of their song In Praise of Water as their new theme music. Check out their newest album, Exocosm, which was released in September of 2020. You can find them on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, and pretty much anywhere else you listen to music. Just look for Henge, that's H-E-N-G-E. Thanks again, and don't sniff glue.